Tony Bennett once said, to me, life is a gift and it's a blessing to just be alive. And each person should learn what a gift it is to be alive, no matter how tough things get. You're listening to Warren Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Casey. Yes, yes. Uh, very poignant. Yeah, Tony, you're gone too soon. Always too soon. Godspeed, young man. Uh, I'm Casey. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. You can catch us also on Naughty Radio if you don't know how to get that. NaughtyRadio.com or the Naughty Radio app. Free wherever you buy your apps. Uh, Big Mike is... Um, He's traveling the globe. I think he was trying to go to North Dakota. Uh, North North Dakota. Uh, no one goes there. Uh, <laughs> he's in North Korea, I think, trying to uh, get that air. Uh, I think he was an army guy. Uh, maybe he was an airman. Uh, U.S. soldier. You hear about the story? No. Okay. No, so, okay. Uh, huh? so uh, say a military member. Uh, he had a checkered past in the military, got in some fights. Uh, he had just gotten released from Korean jail, which is like our jail, but Korean. And Do you think they just call it jail? Well, um, in Korea they do. <laughs> but they still call Korean food Korean food. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, especially with the bulgogi, you got to get the little setups and whatnots. <laughs> Uh, he was getting escorted out of the country. He was at the airport to be flown back to the States, probably to be out-processed out of the military altogether, I think. Uh, he joined a tour group, uh, went to the DMZ, that's the demilitarized zone, uh, where the North and South meet, because they actually do tours there, and you could see that, like, where the border meets mm -hmm. and then he ran for the border and i don't mean he was going to taco bell <laughs> uh this sounds vaguely familiar now but and I one guy said he ran fast um really? they tried to catch him but he just ran too fast and he ran into north korea so for real yes uh big big little news story this week uh wait so he's quote unquote safe there or how does that work well hi I don't know. I mean, if he knows Dennis Rodman, then he's going to be safe and sound. Because I, I would definitely be like, I know Rodman. Um, um, wow. That's ballsy. Or yes. something. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be a uh, what they call a political quagmire. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> Wow. Yes. So uh, I do have something on the message board if you're you're uh, listening live about you know movies you look forward to or maybe TV shows that you're going to be missing because uh, the strike is in full effect. Nah. We discussed it. You know the writers went on strike. SAG Africa uh, Aftra went on strike. Um, Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, said uh, they're unreasonable people. He made over a hundred million last year. Right. Just saying. Right. He said these other people that just were they're not. I, I just because I, I've seen some message boards out there, and 
they're not striking so uh so you know robert downey yeah. jr can be iron man in perpetuity make a billion dollar film it, 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 that's not the striking thing they're striking so uh writers can get a, a basic bare minimum payment from the streaming services that do not report uh how much people watch your shows which is how you report on everything all right look in, in sports if i hit 50 home runs i'm aaron judge and i come up with a contract i'm gonna get a big contract you know why because we can trace his stats there's a cause and effect mm -hmm. if a writer writes a show that people watch and enjoy and he keeps getting hired he should get paid more mm -hmm. that's all right or he should get hired and not replaced by a, a robot and a robot's just not going to create art. It's just not going to happen. folks. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to get on the message board here. I'm having technical difficulties. Um, yeah. Someone already mentioned the uh, movie sound of freedom. Uh, that's the Jim Caviezel movie Our friends the other night we talked to you. They, I guess they probably saw it already or they were going to see it this mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah. Well, they were going to see it that night, and then it was too late yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I heard it's it's going to be like uh, the biggest drawing like indie movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, that's good. Uh, I have some friends, uh, not to include Subway. Subway do includes a friend. He's watching <laughs> Oppenheimer. Right now? Yes. Oh. Wow. So he may call in and talk about it and, you know, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. I, I don't want any spoilers because the movie just came out. Mm -hmm. you know, just like, yeah, don't do it. Don't do he's it. He's like, uh, they dropped the bomb, you know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Why would they do that? Like the song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. That's like an opening they track. I don't know the right word. Did you ever see the, uh, it's a movie from the early 2000s. I think it was just called Antoinette. It was um, Coppola's daughter uh, wrote and directed, Sofia Coppola. But mm -hmm. um, but it's about Marie Antoinette. But they did the whole soundtrack like it was like the 80s. Like they got sushi in the band CDs. And it, it's it's like a fun soundtrack. But Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like you redo Oppenheimer with like, you know, I dropped the bomb. And, I thought, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah, you got it. You missed my little. I, I forget the name of that band. That was like their one hit. Now. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh... Talked about from the 80s, you dropped the bomb on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Like, yeah, with yeah. a little whistling sound. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good, like, intro movie, you know? And I was like, intro song. 80, 81. That's when I was born. Song's got a nice little groove to it. Wow, that song was that old. I didn't think it was hey, that early in the eighties. Easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, can can dry, uh, can can sorry. Long day, long day. I might have the sunstroke. Uh, congratulation, Tampa Bay Rays to mm -hmm. reach down deep and. Uh, Beat them dirty ass O's. That's right. Too close last night. Yep. Not close at all tonight. That's right. Go raise. So uh you have the top two American League teams. Um, so 
get your 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 internet bingo board and say the O's and Rays were going to be playing for the pennant in late July. Mm-hmm. Mark that off because uh, no one called that. Definitely not Subway. Uh, Yankees last place, by the way. <laughs> Just, uh, if anyone's uh, keeping track. Oh, the Gap Band. Yes. Is uh, that really what they're called? Yeah. They, yeah. The Gap Band. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's, that's a solid, solid from the message board. Wow, I was never going to know that. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's a heart and hustle that I'm expecting from the message board week in and week out. Like, I have a question. They have an answer, you know. I I need them to be like, not like social media warriors, but more just uh, facts and figure warriors. Or beard of cheap seat warriors. That's right. WBCS. WBCS. I just have to say one thing. Thank you for calling it social media. Because when I hear people call it social, it makes me want to punch them in the face. Wait, call it what? Social. They're like on social. I'm like, can you not put one more word out there? Like social. That's just weird. It's not a one. It's like the word delish. The fuck is delish? It's delicious. Yeah. Uh... Uh-oh. Uh, it's a Rachel Ray word. No, it's pretty delish. Or it could be pretty deece. Delicioso. Well, that's that's a Casey word. That, it certainly yep. is a Casey <laughs> word. <laughs> I, I approve that message. Oh, that's correct. You're correct. You're correct, sir. I'm 99% sure the first time he said that around me, I had to have him translate. Oh, well, I'm constantly translating. Ah, that's surprising. <laughs> hey. All right, I walked right into that. Yeah. <laughs> Enos flytrap. Yes. That's pretty. I want that's one. Pretty. I'm going to look in touch and say, oh, it's pretty. Touch the wee-wee. No. Uh, we're not talking about a wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the opposite. That's a different uh, I- segment. I want a Venus flytrap. For ants. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, we're apparently investing into an aardvark or an anteater. Mm-hmm. Anybody know where to get one? Yeah, yeah, like Africa or something. This, this part of where I'm at, we're in Studio D. Studio D, uh, but in the zip code, little ants are an issue. Mm-hmm. They, Real tiny ones, the barrow ants. All of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're like they're, super tiny. They like they like sugar. Yeah. No, it's not. They're those. indigenous. I mean, there might be those too, but I mean, I know it's Florida in general. I'm not, you know, but I could use an ant eater. <clears throat> but they like the subtropic. It's uh, subtropical here. I know. It's subtropical, <laughs> baby. <laughs> we'll write a new song. It's subtropical, baby. How are you doing there, Big Ed? I'm doing pretty good. Had a had a pretty decent week. Oh, pretty decent. <laughs> there you go. They're having to name that tune at work, like. How are people going to be fucking playing in that tune in an operations center? You know, 24-7, phones ringing. 
<laughs> I saw an email from our HR. Join the fun. What fun? You know, when, when I get called over, I'll get uh, where I work and I'll get called across the room and uh, they'll be like, uh, the big Lebowski from like uh, 1998. And then, you know, like, yeah, that's it. You know, they, they quiz me on what year a movie comes out. And that's, I, I guess, my Rain Man talent is uh, I just generally know. Sometimes I'm off by a year, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pretty close. But it's just uh, they'll sit there with their phone in their hand, with the Google information right there. I can't mm. take the 14 seconds ago. What year was Rain Man? No, no, but but they ask me, and they'd rather wait four I'm... minutes for you to stop what you're doing. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, this, takes... maybe this no, no, no. is the lead they, for the big they, sale. And he's they, quick. They, 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 they know it because they looked it up. They just want to see if I just know it by knowing it. I got, and it. they're and they're impressed by. I don't know. It's just something that happens at work daily. Uh, you know. They don't even Sometimes know. Sometimes I'll just respond to someone. I'll say, Billy likes chocolate milk. Yeah. Rock, nobody, uh, no, nobody fucking. There's, a, there's only one dude who gets my. Uh, yeah. My representation. <laughs> we have a new uh, assistant DOM, and he, he gets it. Because I, I, you know, I chime references all day. Stupid. Booby quotes, and he's like, Oh, yeah, fucking Shawshank or something. He'll be like, hey. <laughs> He'll say, Uh, we're like, have a cookie. He'll be like, uh, I can't, Yeah, Kelly's Heroes. Yeah. Nice job. How about a cookie? Well, we didn't see any, uh, we didn't go out to the theater this week, but maybe we'll catch a. I mean, there's a bunch of movies out this summer. Oh, I uh, found out this weekend. I got- 30% off, like pretty much for a whole lot of tickets. Oh, good. good. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going to a lot of movies now. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the math. But so we'll probably see something this weekend, I imagine. 30% you know. of 15. That's not bad. Five, yeah. yeah. That's five spots. Mm-hmm. I could buy you half of a original hamburger from McDonald's. <laughs> when I go with uh, Mrs. Rush Limbaugh, she, she's got a whole system. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, there's like a little <laughs> dollar store in the theater, that Oviedo theater. Oh, there is. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah, dollar yeah, yeah. tree? Dollar. Something, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. That's good. So with that good. five bucks, you can get five bucks worth of candy at the dollar. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you're in Oviedo. So is there a steak and shake? You know, get candy <laughs> movies. Are, are you looking forward to any movie this summer? No, 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 no yeah. tent pool movie or nah, not not. Just getting by right now. Just... You're you're waiting for Forrest Gump too, aren't you? I'm telling you, read the book. You want to? You want your eyes opened? Read the book. Oh, I should do that. Since I've never seen it. Seen the book or the movie? Either one. Hmm. What? I've seen parts of it as of like two years ago. Look, up until two weeks ago, she's never seen <laughs> Goodfellas. Oh my god! I mean, she was raised by a pack of wolves or something. <laughs> she's like, she's like Patrick. She lives under a rock. She, yep. she's like Nell. She's like, when I met her, she's like me, 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 me. That's that? how she talks. Well, if you watched movies, you'd fucking get that reference. 
Who's now? Fucking now. What? Like like Joe Dirt and the Exterminator Tent. No. You know? Now with Jodie Foster, they found her in the woods. She spoke her own language. Yeah. What's it called? Nell. Oh. N-E-L-L. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Was I born yet? Oh, yeah. You were definitely born. Oh, who, care? who cares if you were born? I know. I know. Saw a couple older movies though this week. Been mm-hmm. really kind of cranking the uh, Turner Classic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched El Dorado again. I, I can't. Oh, they—they they were. I, you know why I thought of you because they were doing. Um, I think Sunday, it was like a like a hats off to Mitch. Oh, you know, no, no. You know what? It was? Oh no, you're no, no. It's uh, Grit, Grit, Grit TV. Yeah, Grit TV did Mitch all missed. Sunday. Really? Yeah, this Sunday. Did. Oh, it's this Sunday coming up. I yeah, saw that. I and I thought so. of you because I, I think uh, your El Dorado is going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that runs at least like once a week somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I see a drunk pin <laughs> to a tin star. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he's all uh, just sh- and he has that like disheveled clothing for like half the movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, I love like there are just certain old movies. I see certain people. If it's a Mitchum, uh, Lee Marvin, uh, you, you know, I'm just going to be sucked in. I mean, definitely guys from the the '60s. Like, you know, I'm I'm all in. Uh, Jimmy Stewart. Um, He's done some good westerns. Jimmy Stewart. What did yeah. we watch? A very underrated western actor. What did we watch last week? Well, uh, while we're sitting Part in this it, yeah. sweltering heat, uh, yeah. Fire Creek, okay. and uh, <laughs> uh, who was in that with him? There's a couple big names um, in that one, and some like character actors. If you you know that you just watch like other old westerns, you're like, oh, you recognize like half the people in it because they always play like the same villains. Mm. But he's basically it's it's a classic Western tale of of um, like a, a lawman that's like a little timid uh, in a town that's just just gets overrun by a gang. And at some point he's going to stand up to him, mm. you know, um, hmm. it's the classic Western tale going back to high noon. Mm. We watched The Color of Money was on the other night. They were doing mm. uh, Paul oh, yeah. Demon. Right. Yes, and a young Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yep. Very young. Elizabeth, Mary, Master, and Tony, or something. Hey, oh, so I forgot. That was a Scorsese movie. I didn't, I don't know why I forgot that. Uh, but he directed that. There's a couple good cameos in it. Eggy Pop is in it. I totally forgot that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was, uh, he played just a guy that they like kind of, uh, you know, kind of sharked for some money uh, midway through the movie. And they were doing, you know, some nights they'll have like a theme on TCM and they were like, well, Discovery Channel's doing their shark week. So we're honoring mm-hmm. our own movie sharks. And so they did the color money and Paul Newman wins the Oscar, uh, you know, that year for that movie. And then the next movie they played, which I was like, I'm going to go to bed. And then it was mm-hmm. a Cincinnati kid with Steve McQueen and Margaret, Carl Malden, a um, couple other people in it. And uh, so I end up watching that whole movie. <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, they usually happen on Sunday. Yeah. Hey, listen. Because um, I usually work. It's, you know, I have 6 o'clock appointment. But not this week. Working, working the graveyard all week next week. The graveyard? Mm. I mean, it's like 4 to... Hey, listen, you, you got to do what you got to do with the CEDO, man. I'm telling you, these fucking knuckleheads. My mom's in town. Yeah. I Mine get too. It. <laughs> yeah, I get <laughs> it. So it's a whole different approach. Right, right. It'll be all right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Other than the guy that ran into North Korea, but for everyone else, it's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking? No, like, what could possibly go? Wrong? The best line I read in the story was like, "They're like he ran really fast." <laughs> of all the things everybody should know, like that's a bad time to find out you're a world class sprinter <laughs> for North. Korea. And now you like, just wasted to get, you know, Korean prison. Hey, that would be great. He shows up in Paris in the uh, 2024 Olympics <laughs> running for North Korea. Yeah. Hey, I have a nice dye, dye his hair black. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Get a really bad bowl cut. Yes. <laughs> really. Hey, did you did you listen at all? And a mother heart. Yeah. Uh, I did not, but I've listened to this album a lot uh, before. Didn't um, we listen to a couple? On that? Well, I I think we started listening. We didn't finish it. Th- this, though, was... Um, I mean, David Gilmore does a lot, uh, uh, you know, more writing on this one. And I just always remember the uh, Psychedelic Breakfast on the side, too, is uh, such a weird song. That's some of the name of it. Yeah, it's not, yeah, no spoiler. <laughs> yeah. It's about a roadie. Hmm. Well, um, what, what year was that that came out? Was that in the 70s? I was 70. I was actually 1970. 1970, okay. And I'd really like to follow up with, with metal because... I was going to say, metal was like a little bit more... I could well, get that was the sound that would take them to, to the dark wall. side. Yeah. Well, all the way to the wall, like that right. sound, that whole Gilmore's guitar, waters in his bass, you know, the whole. Well, it's like when they did the, um, oh, what is it? That live from Pompeii, that crazy concert movie. Oh, that was so cool. And that, that was pretty much on the heels of metal leading into they were just starting to record dark side of the moon. Yes. Um, which, but there was some pieces of Dark Side. There's a song that didn't make the cut on Adam Hart Mother. Hmm. Us and Them. Oh, yeah. I got you. Hmm. Yeah. That's a little fun fact. Well, if you, yeah. When I, when I finish, when I do the, the last closing, you know, my, my assessment of it, I, I talk about that. So. Spoiler alert. Well, it's pretty fun listening up because um, how the captain has your review running on Naughty, you're usually like two weeks behind, which is fine. So on Sunday when I put it on, 
like this last Sunday. I'm like, what was uh, last Sunday? I the Stones. Oh, nice. So I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, the Stones are gonna be on. I'm like, this is good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm crank it up. LA Woman will be next. That's right. That was oh, fun. That was fun. I like really like doing that one. This one was a little harder. It's it's a different Pink Floyd, you know. I mean, it's two instrumentals that are thirty minutes long. How do you what do you say? Holy crap! <laughs> Look, they were, um, and that sound, everything that was going on in London, uh, music was exploding. Pink Floyd was doing something. Uh, they were coming out from the underground. They were coming out from the underground. They were definitely uh, a, a counterculture of the counterculture. Yeah, they were just they, this album. You you can hear them. They're just looking for their sound. They... Right. All right. Let's. That's enough. Yeah. I'll keep yeah, talking. Yeah, hmm? I go roll, roll it. Where's Big Mike? Uh, well, Big Mike is in abstention for another week. He'll be back next week. He is uh, thinking North Korea trying to rescue. I think. I think he was. In, I think he saw Mission Impossible. And <laughs> he didn't. Thought, he didn't run quite as fast. And then he thought it was Ethan Hunt, and then he's going to go rescue this guy. Yeah. So. Well, if he winds up in like Wijambu or Tokiri, well. He'll never make it. He won't want to go any further north. And while well, he's just got to run faster to the MP to the taxi, and he'll be all right. Well, see, the problem is that they put all their their cross country guys down in those districts. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're one thing I like, learned. You're like those guys with the boots still run pretty fast, you know. Well, you know what they 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 might be fast, but they keep up the same speed for a very long fucking time. What if he runs scared? Oh, yeah. That's the worst thing to do is run scared. You, you uh, get this burst of speed, and then you're like, your legs turn into jello and lead. All right. She's trying to reference, uh, we watched the, the movie Running Scared from the Nice. With the uh, Mom, may I have some more petite marshmallows in my hot cocoa, please? <laughs> Billy, Cri- Billy Crystal was great in that movie. Like he you was know what? For that role. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's classic. Uh, everything that was funny and silly about Billy, and then uh, Gregory was like Gregory Hines. The two of them, yeah. They just played off each other. It's, it was a shame they didn't do more movies together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they uh, just had a, a really good chemistry. They did. And I forgot. Like I, I didn't watch that movie in probably I don't know. I haven't seen it early forever, but the 90s. first time I seen it was with the uh, apartment in Tampa Palms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Post Duke Boy. Mm-hmm. I forgot Jimmy Smith was the uh, the big villain in that movie. Yes, he played a good villain. He did. He did play a good villain, and really that that's really the last time he was a villain. He usually, ironically, he plays a cop in everything since. Mm-hmm. I guess he's. Paying for past mistakes. Hmm. He's, yeah. he's like, I'll just keep playing a cop. <laughs> Paid my dues. Hmm. That was the first time I saw it. It was good. Well, TV shows are going to be all jacked up. I mean, all yeah. it's going to be left are just be watching game old movies or game shows or movies that are in the can. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of movies that are halted production, TV shows halted production. Big Ed um, liked the one that we watched last night that's not coming back. Well, we, we don't know if it's on delay or they just canceled it. Yeah. Which one? Well, so, so help me, Todd. <laughs> I like that show. Well, yeah. we don't know if it's going to come back right now. That, that, whole, just, that, that whole Thursday night lineup grew up on me. Grew, grew on me. Ghosts. Which I used to say that that's got to be worse than Cat. Remember when when it first, oh, yeah. when it first came out? <laughs> oh, that show did officially get canceled before the strike. Though. Thank goodness. Who my show is? Uh, uh, they call call, yeah. Now they call it canceled. <laughs> now they call me unemployed. See what I did? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I remember. I think she got last, spayed. Su- last summer we got that with uh, <laughs> Granny Die and uh, yeah. Mrs. Big Ed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that that beach house. It was nice, and it fucking rained. East Coast the whole, living. The whole time it rained. We sat there. We binge watched like. Uh, That's nothing like. Hey, we're we're doing a trip to the beach, and it rains the whole time. Exactly. And you know I what? Like I didn't. It, I didn't care. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I know what. So what? We ate and watched the movies all day. We, uh, it's not, we it's binge not... watched ghosts, and uh, after the last episode, I'm like, that's it. It's like, yeah, there's only one season. I remember flying out to see you when you're uh, working a gig out in Cleveland. Oh, and it was like 40, 40 and misty. And you're like, hey, I think uh, the uh, what we're now known as the Guardians are in town. And we're like, yeah, I think that's on TV. And then we watched, uh, <laughs> I think we watched a whole uh, two seasons of Sports Night in a Day. We did. And we saw, uh, remember we saw uh, Star Wars. Oh, I think did. it was the first installment of a new batch of them that came yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we did. went like on a Friday, like a matinee. Like a matinee. Like a, 11 o'clock, nobody in the theater. Friday Great. night, with the, room, the line was around the building, you know? Like we yeah. go, there's like nobody in the theater. Mm-hmm. It rained that whole week. It was so shitty. That clear, I, you know what? That town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you know what's not underrated is the weather there. The, <laughs> yeah. It's spot on. <laughs> it's it is. It's everything that you'd expect. Yeah. From something called mistake by the lake. Yeah, but the winter is like is like bonus time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they get they get they get their afternoon snow squalls. Like we get our afternoon rains, they get afternoon snow squalls off the lake. If that lake doesn't freeze, it snows every day. All those cities that are um west of those great lakes they just eat shit all winter you know your buffaloes and what have you oh buffalo gets it makes cleveland look like uh, spring training you know? yeah because they're catching like <laughs> they're you know getting, lake you know, effect from like four different great lakes they're just <laughs> dumping shit on them ew you know like that's for oj getting away yeah like if that lake doesn't freeze forget about it it fucking snows and if it does snow when the lake's froze, it's usually not good. Usually comes from the south. I mean, there, there was one time, this is a, a town that's accustomed to snow and knows how to handle it. It right. fucking shut down the town. It shut down the airport. I remember that's I, was supposed to fly, I, was po- I was supposed to fly into, into Orlando to see T-Bone. Right. And do the 500. And I wound up renting a car with Harold and we drove down. But they get out of Cleveland, the roads were still mm. like iced, and it was so cold that snow was like shuffleboard wax. 
Mm. It snowed at like 18 degrees. It was like just this fine Ooh. white mist that came down. Yeah, it was like shuffleboard wax and just they, they couldn't. I don't know what went wrong if somebody overslept, but mm. you know, fucking plows got this shit moved. They were just getting stuck all over. Hmm. So we wind up we wind up driving down, and when we get down here, we're on like uh, the four seventeen. We're going yeah. to Tom's, yeah, hoops, and uh, you're good. There's this guy I could see in the mirror. He's weaving through traffic, and he's just and everyone, you know, and you can see people Uh-oh. kind of moving to squeeze them in. And he finally, he does that to me. We got to break hard. He goes around me, does it to the car in front of him. And it's an unmarked car. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it was the best. He just <sighs> took it. He drove, he literally drove him off the road. Oh. Like the, the, he was in like an expedition. This <laughs> The cop took and just drove him off the road and to a stop. Oh. And I'm like, that was awesome. You know, when you're on the road, sometimes like, man, I wish a cop was here for this asshole, you know. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes it's just one asshole that can disrupt. Oh, yeah, for sure. These, these highways move too fast, and there's too many assholes out there to, to be actually <laughs> stupid. You know? oh, yeah, too they... many assholes, not enough road. Uh, yeah. e- even if I, I drive out to Daytona every Saturday. And the traffic, it moves. And as long as everyone's behaving, you, you could do 80. As long as you don't get that asshole trying to get be in front of the guy in front of you. You know, there's that guy. I got to be in front of you. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a disease. All right, I'm in front of you. Oh, my God, there's a car up there. I got to get in front of that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, when you get out like Volusia County and, and it turns into concrete out there, it just seems like everything picks up like 12 miles an hour. And the cops, they, they just, you know what? They're so used to this bullshit out there because of like, you know, Speed Week and Spring Break, all your Oktoberfest, Daytona. They, they just sit on the side of the road and just wait for it. You know, wait for the, wait for the accident. Sure. Because you pull somebody over. Oh, the Matrix got him. Oh, okay. I thought it was just me. Nope. Big Ed just went away. <laughs> that did sound like there was no, a he's sound. He's like, he got, Agent Smith got him. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties by <laughs> Big Ed. He's, wah, uh, wah, wah, wah. Well, he, he's showing there, but. uh, Where's the oopsies? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's still talking, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Now he's texting me. Hmm. <laughs> Did he just send you a big black nothing? I don't know what he's sending me. You can't hear me. Oh, oh there you are. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I, we, we just literally didn't hear you for, uh, I'm sitting there talking, telling, well, you're talking, but there wasn't much being said there, man. <laughs> I don't have to tell you, man. <laughs> Good. So you got a big black nothing? 
a little bit. I heard half the story and then it just kind of went away. Just went away. <laughs> kind of like my youth. It just went away. You know. I don't know how to feel this thing. Oh, are you try you're uh, this Instagram thing that you're trying to do? Is that I saw you you like text me something. Ten, yeah. Open nine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wait. Oh. Yeah, this is tough because like what you're sending me. Uh, I don't like this link. It's in an app that I don't use. I'm gonna try. Uh, <laughs> so I was trying to find that them titties ain't retarded from the uh, television. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time traveling, you're banging a chick on a fryer later. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a They say she's her, retarded. Her. He's like, yeah, them titties yeah. ain't retarded. And, and, and here the night, uh, yeah. I know that was so surprising that, to hear the Carol O'Connor say that. And it not being, uh, right. Him not being Archie Bunker and saying that. Yeah. He did like, a, a, I think he did just as much of that show as he did uh, All in the Family. Uh, uh, that show had a long run. Long run. I, I think I've watched four episodes of that. That show was like cursed. There were a couple people that had uh, really bad drug problems on that show. One being his son was on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, actually the other guy that they're showing that that black detective that was in the beginning of the clip. Um, actually, I think it was cut off on the audio. He he had some issues, too. But that's a dangerous town. I mean, someone there was a town of like fifteen hundred people. There was someone murdered every week yeah. by like season 10. They had no one living there. Wait, what show? In the heat of the night. Oh, it's like a, a podunk town in like Mississippi. But I mean, someone was always getting There's murdered. a lot of crime. I mean, they made Chicago seem very safe. <laughs> Keep your doors unlocked, folks. <laughs> Could be Mississippi. <laughs> Boy. You know what? The last of my big fish died and like all these guppies are coming out of like the woodwork that I didn't know were in there. Oh, it's funny. They they will do the the little ones will learn to hide. I bought yeah, some. Uh, well, that, I, uh, now there's six of them that I have not seen before. I got I got some white clouds. Uh, I think I don't know if I told you uh, last week. You, you did. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bought yeah. anything. I don't know what I'm gonna do now because it's it's down to like one of each: one neon, one daemon, you know, one of the uh, orange-looking neons, and I don't know what this thing's like—a a blue tip. They're all they're all tetras. But this one of the 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 last of my rasboras died. Uh, they they were uh, pretty old. They weren't the original. I still have a one black neon that is approximately. I'm going to say about seven years old. I don't think I've ever had oh, a neon. A, I don't think I've. That's a uh, good run. <laughs> he's like. You got your buck sixteens uh, worth. That, you know? <laughs> 
Like he's going to go down in folklore history among <laughs> fish. They're going to tell stories and then monk. They're like, there's this fish. He lived to be 187. See, that's why life. you have to name him. You can't just right. say there was See, this fish. And then that's here's name. this logic over here. Well, how uh, are you going to have a folklore about here's this fish? We'll know exactly what he's talking about. Um, yeah, you can't name fish. But you could say, I had this one fish that lived, but I'm going to say, among the fish, they might have names. See, he won't even tell me the ones that died because. She wants to have like a ceremony the whole time. No, that's not true. We'll never get anything. One of them disappeared, (laughs) and I just seen his carcass in the corner. They just ate him. So, yeah. That's the circle of life. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's what they don't tell you in Lion King. Mm hmm. Elton John or, forgot to sing about Bambi. that. Elton John didn't sing about that song. That's a hidden track. About the carcasses. Yeah. Sure did. So you know Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is now going to be called Snow White and, and the Magical Creatures. No, that's um, fine. I wasn't going to see it anyways. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I don't care about any of the Disney remakes because all the, nah. the, the I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah, hey, look. They upset, they upset Peter Dinkley. Guy guy took the role and had an iconic role in, in uh, whatever fucking show everyone watched. Cause oh, Game of fucking, Thrones. Dude, yeah. he's, the, he's the best actor in that show. There's not even a question. Yeah. He, he steals every fucking scene in. In that show, uh, he, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, all right, I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah. Anyway, look, the, the Snow White that Disney told wasn't even a real Snow White, anyways. Either fairy tales is all bullshit, anyways. They're much real darker. You yeah, know, she was she was a bar one. She was a whore. Yeah. It's really, it was really uh, Gabby and the Seven Drunks, you know. Correct. Yeah. For real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah, care. I mean, real. look, if Disney wants to remake them, re- remake them. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Look, uh, just <laughs> watch them. Don't watch them. I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna get upset about it. You know. It is what it is. Look, look, here, here. I I heard an interesting take because someone's like, look, you know, little people don't get a lot of roles. Now you just took seven roles from them. So there's that. The magical people, is that what you said? Yeah, they're going to do like, you know, a sprite or this or that, you know. And they're all going to be... Well, I mean, we got uh, wrestling on the background. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, well, it, they make... What's his the, uh, What's the kid's name? They made him a villain. Who? Oh, tonight? I, I hadn't really Peter. been paying attention because uh, my back's kind of turned. He wrestled earlier, right when the show started. So then I went to the raise and they're over. I mean, it was going back and forth. Hmm. Oh, you, are you talking about um, uh, Seamus? 
No, no, Mysterio, his his boy. What's his name? Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Yeah, Dominic's been a, a yeah. villain for a bit. Yeah, he he actually went to NXT and picked up a title this week. From there, doing a little cross promotion between the brands. Yeah, Dirt, Dirty Dom mm-hmm. picking up uh, a title. Dom, Dom. He's a good heel. I mean, because uh, he can't get in a word in edgewise. I mean, people just boo the shit out of him. I mean, that's that's some real heat he draws. I mean, you can't pay for that. I mean, it's impressive. It's hilarious. I mean, impressive. I think they're supposed to be in town, actually. I think they're uh, – are they raw Monday? I think so. Yeah. This would be the first one we missed live mm-hmm. in a while. But um, darn work. Gotta, yeah, work and AEW's coming to town, so we we may try to do that. And then uh, old Dan Danny Sodes trying to save up for that. Stan Soder, for those not on the new, it's a comic. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a special. He's going to be promoting. Pretty excited. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know him. I do too. He's our friend. He's my uh, radio friend. Then he left the radio show. <laughs> right. Then he abandoned and me. Now we're not friends. Yeah. Yeah. Rude. Listen to a lot of Bennington instead. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. So. Where'd Big Ed go? Uh, he's rebooting. He's saying uh, uh, technical difficulty, but uh, mm. he should be coming back in live now. Right. Because he's yeah. saying he can't hear us. Well, I just oh. I just logged off and back on, and now. Yeah. On my end, everything shows that it, it gives me a little meter. It registers, you uh-huh. know, our voice, and then it shows me, you know, what kind of bandwidth we're picking up. It seems, I guess, decent. I don't know. You didn't say decent. Well, not this time because, it's listen, this is very serious. This is very serious. Yeah. You know, I wasn't being cash with everyone. <laughs> very serious. <laughs> like, there's a time and place for all these things. Um, you know, unlike you monkeys, I've been finishing school. So, uh, you know, I know how to... <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So while you're picking bugs at each other's hair, uh, you know, I, yeah, know I do a lot of things. I promise you that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing poo and yeah, maybe. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Hey, all right. Hey, turning left. Nothing like throwing a whole fucking little pebble, brown pebble. Oh, do you want to tell them about your new favorite indie band, minus the bear? Oh my gosh. So we're listening to you know uh, uh-huh. some music on some. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, this like indie band came on uh, Minus the Bear, right? And I'm going to sweet Melissa. I'm going to give her a chance to tell the story of. But I'm also Is that the name of the band? Minus yeah, the Bear? Yeah, yeah Minus Wait the Bear. Wait for it. Wait. I think they're it. like a West Coast. Okay. So actually on Wikipedia, band name gets a whole section. So. The name Minus the Bear, 
And the only reason I looked it up is because I thought they sounded like another band. So that was not the case. They are not another band. No members from another band. The name Minus the Bear comes from a joke, an inside joke among the band members um, about a 1970s TV show called BJ and the Bear. A friend of the band had gone on a date, explained the singer guitarist, and one of them asked afterwards how the date went. His friend said, you know that TV show from the 70s, BJ and the Bear? It was like that, minus the bear. Oh, oh well. Oh, well, he liked our, it. our little orange cat. I'm not sure how he feels. Yeah, well, he, he liked he that a joke. a lot to say. Or maybe he was, uh, you know, he was He's like offended. inappropriate. Yeah. I think he said inappropriate. <laughs> Did you pick that up on the mic, uh, the, the cat in the background? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, good. So you like that? Nobody, you don't think that's funny? BJ and the bear. Minus the bear. Minus the bear. So BJ and the bear, how was the date? No, oh, remember the show BJ and the bear? It's like that, minus, minus the bear. Minus the bear. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> when birds and bees get together, <laughs> babies happen. <laughs> Boom. And when you do minus the bear, babies don't happen. Yeah, and then sometimes you just go boom, boom. <laughs> but that can mean something completely different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes that means poo-poo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. You're so shit loud to go boom boom. <laughs> By the way, back boom, boom. you need I thought it was boom booms with an S. Oh boom boom. Well, see, then you definitely need to change your diet. You want <laughs> boom booms. No, you just make one boom boom. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Drop fun, right? Bomb. Yeah. Actually, we thought that band sounded like Vampire Weekend. They, mm-hmm. they have a very similar sound. Who no. dropped the bomb? No, no. Minus, Minus the, bear. the bear. Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The Gap Band. Um, the Gap Band. I'm like, yeah, that's that's weird. I'm just thinking indie. Yeah. Yeah, Gap Band's not an indie band. We need to see how they came up with their name. Um, who the Gap Band? Uh, they shopped at the Gap. That's what I was thinking. They probably don't That's have exactly a whole section on yeah. Wikipedia about it. Um, that's like uh, the Amber Crombie and Fitch Band. Uh, they right. they shopped there. I like girls. They wear Abercrombie. Oh, that's the worst song ever. <laughs> Chinese food make me sick. <laughs> and you see ah! the video, and the guy like holds his stomach. Oh, man. I think all those guys are dead now. What's losers? Those are guys you, know, you, 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 you hope like uh, Ron Perlman had molested those people. You're like, I hope they did molest them. Fucking losers. Do you know who's uh, touring right now? Who's that? Cake. And they're on this coast. No. Well... They're in New York. Uh, they already played in New York. Or tomorrow, and and then they're flying. They're going to like Toronto, and then they're flying. No, to like no they're going to Philly, Eugene, Oregon, uh, Oregon, Illinois. That's about as southeast as they're going to get as Philly. Uh, Columbus. 
Uh, wow, Columbus. That's an interesting place to play. Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland. Wait, they're playing three fucking cities in Ohio? Yeah. I mean, That's don't come to Florida. There's only 20 million of us here. No, not even that one fan here. Oh, my God. It's it just some bands, like, it just don't make sense. Like, who? Oh, my God. It's it just I'd love insane. to see them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that's a pretty interesting show. Um, I know Mr. Bungle's out there doing stuff, but they usually do a lot of um, like festivals. And then yeah, it's not the original guys. I mean, I'm sure it's a good show. They well, they they do a lot of stuff uh, overseas or or at a continent, you know. Um, yeah, South America again. They like this. I don't think that's considered overseas now that I'm thinking about it. Um, no, but South America, they world. love their music. Uh, there are big metalheads down there. Oh, yeah. Pe- people here do not realize how big metal is in South America. It's like mm-hmm. mind-blowing. Hmm. They make Iron us Maiden look and like... Judas Priest could just sit there and tour South America into their golden years, which they hmm. are already at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. A lot? Yeah. They like them metal bands, for sure. Never would have guessed it. Hmm. So take that, Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> yep. So what else is new there, uh, Big Ed? Just kind of a, not a rut, but just kind of very routine right now. Hmm. Well, uh, it, it, that, and not in a bad way, just, you know, trying to put some coin back in my pocket. Ah, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Coin in the pocket's good. Problem yes. is, when the coin yeah. gets in the pocket, it burns then a hole. It burns a hole in the pocket, <laughs> that, that said pocket. And then, uh, you know. Then there's no coin in the pocket. Such is life, you know. No, still going out to the you know slot car and on and Sundays uh, are a crapshoot. So, some sometimes I'm just content here. I got plenty to do. Well, got got to do the uh, retrospect. Uh, mm-hmm. I so I do a lot of listening. Time, right. No, I'm talking about like my. I start, oh, wow. I, I start. I'll start tomorrow morning when I when I when I go out to drive. And then I'll listen a couple times on Sunday while I'm messing around here. Hmm. Huh. The stuff just doesn't come out of nowhere. Rain itself. No, oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> right. It'd be weird though. It'd be weird. And then you'd have a robot rating for you. Hey, hey, what's going on with that SRX? Are you, is it, are they got any another races coming up? We got to be paying attention to Th- Thursday every Thursday. Oh, they're going to be doing that Thursday night. I got to remember that. Yeah, I didn't record it, but it's on YouTube, so I watched the highlights. 
Oh. Uh, Ken Schrader was, was beastly. He did not win. Ryan Newman won. R really? So all straights, huh? He's out there. He's been the, the last two. He's been uh, last night. He was a contender. He was, I think he finished fourth. They're finishing really close together, too. There don't really aren't too many gaps at Stafford. Yeah, Ryan Newman, Daniel Suarez, Marco Andretti, Ken Trader, Greg Biffle, Bobby Levani. Tony Stewart, Halle D. That's a that's a pretty rough uh, top eight right there. Uh, Kenny Wallace was on race last. Oh, night. Ken, Kenny Wallace. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to reopen that restaurant. What's it called? I think Kenny Wallace's Roasters or something. <laughs> Took over from Kenny Rogers. <laughs> remember Kenny Rogers right. Roasters? Oh yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't. It was a. Uh, I think it was like kind of like a steakhouse kind of, uh, but like a cash, like a like a Texas steakhouse, you know. It was out in Orlando. Hmm. It was. We had a little restaurant out there for for a while, out there in the the LBV as I call it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh like in the late nineties. I probably do know what it was. I just probably didn't know he owned it because I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. And we got story. someone on the uh, the message board trying to help us decide who the the seven magical uh, people are. I saw that briefly. I think the one with the fentanyl problem is not going to make it through the movie. <laughs> I think that's going to be like a big turn in Act Three, if you will. Oh my God! But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, his pants are short. Yeah. But they're not jorts, right? Yeah, no. Um, you can't use that. That term is owned by John Cena. <laughs> You'll get a cease and desist. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, actually. Uh, Maybe that's a door. John Cena is, is one of them. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. Big, Big Ed's, Ed's Rock and Roll, roll retrospective. retrospective. Take it away, well, Big Ed. Yeah, you guys tried to catch me off guard. Ah, <laughs> uh, <so> we do. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> so here's what's going on in 1970 again. Pink Floyd's Adam Hart Mother, 1970. Adam Hart Mother is the fifth studio album by the English band Pink Floyd. It was released by Harvest Records on October 2nd, 1970 in the UK and by Capitol on October 10th in the U.S. Uh, it was recorded at EMI Studios, which is uh, Abbey Road Studios in London. It was the band's first album to reach number one in the U.K., while it reached number 55 in the U.S., eventually going gold there. Pink Floyd started work on the album after completing their contributions to the soundtrack for the film Zabrowski Point in Rome. A number of outtakes from the Rome sessions were used to assemble new material during these rehearsals. 
though some of it, such as the violent sequence later to become Us and Them, would not be used for some time around 1973 for Dark Side of the Moon. Critical reaction to the suite has always been mixed. When I talk about the suite, they're talking about side one. And all the band members have expressed negativity toward it. David Gilmour once said the album was a load of rubbish and has a good idea, but it was dreadful. Adam Hart Mother sounds like we don't have any idea between us, but we became more prolific after this. Or to said, if somebody said to me now, right here, here's 10 million pounds to go out and play Adam Hart Mother, I'd say you must be fucking joking. Music journalist Robert uh, Christgau said the suite was easier to digest than the second side of songs, but at the least the suite provides a few of the hypnotic melodies that made Umaguma such an, uh, a fan favorite. There's a progression from Pink Floyd's earlier instrumental pieces, such as A Saucer Full of Secrets, and even earlier's Interstellar Overdrive. The Adam Hart Mother Suite takes up all of side one and is split into six parts, individually named. Geeson chose the opening section, uh, Mirable Record, uh, excuse me, to record to fall asleep to. The album was ranked number 990 in, in the all-time top 1,000 albums. That's like, wait, you know, yeah, bad analogy. The Adam Hart Mother Suite takes up all side one and is split into six parts. Father Shout after the Earth Father Heinz. While other names such as Breast Milky, Funky Dung were inspired by the album cover artwork. The orchestral arrangements feature a full brass section and a cello, a 16-piece, and, and the John Aldis Choir. Uh, takes most of the lead melody lines while Pink Floyd mainly, provi mainly provides backing tracking. I said earlier the album went gold in, in, uh, in the U.S. and five other countries and went platinum in Italy. Went number one in the U.K. and reached 55 in the U.S. Billboard charts. A lot of inconsistencies in the live shows with the orchestra being different in each city and finally settled on a recorded live tape that would play along with the band. Pink Floyd... You have David Gilmour, guitar and vocals, Roger Waters and bass guitar and vocals, Richard Wright, keyboards and vocals, and Nick Mason on drums. Five tracks and clocks in at 52 minutes and eight seconds. The album's opening track referred to as The Suite is Adam Hart Mother, also, and is broken into six parts. Father's Shout, Breast Milky, Mother Four, Funky Dung, Mind Your Throats, Please, and Remerge. Synthesized bass line fades in and unorganized sounds of brass horns dominate until the band kicks in and starts the journey. A very slow-moving tune and has no vocals, but you can hear Gilmore developing his chord progressions and signature wail on the guitar, which would later be heard on the breakthrough album Metal. Rick Wright gets credit for working out the middle section of the songs with the choir, which are featured in the middle part of the song, accompanied by Rick Wright's keyboard. The choir fades and Gilmore comes in with his soon-to-be signature sound and waters the riff master keeps things in time with Nick Mason. The original opening riff kicks in again and another change occurs about four minutes after some nonsensical arbitrary sounds. And the band seems to like it wants to go back to the jam but is being held back until there's a breakthrough and they're back into the jam again. This rolls into a familiar sound in Pink Floyd jam that is not at the time Pink Floyd, meaning if you have listened to Pink Floyd before, 
you can hear certain nuances in drum fills and guitar chords, etc. That would that would have you recognize the traditional Floyd sounds. And it ends with the choir and orchestra with a big finish. The next track is called If. An acoustic song is soft and sweet, written in the perspective of Sid Barrett and the departure of Sid from the band and the departure of Sid from his mind. Some other references are from the last song he wrote with Pink Floyd entitled uh, Milk Jug Blues, where Sid sings, and I never knew the moon could be so big, and I never knew the moon could be so low. And Roger sings, if I were the moon, I'd be cool. If I were rule, I'd bend. I do not think Roger Waters ever got over this and would sing about Sid Barrett and upcoming Pink Floyd albums. Summer 68, a Rick Wright song, also sung by Rick Wright. Some Beatles references to Hello Goodbye and mostly about being on the road and his uh, one night stands that would have one night and then he'd think about it for a whole year. He would say, I did not lose a day, but a whole year. A nice flowing song, the keyboard is dominant, Orders and Mason are in sync and support Rick Wright and some help with backing vocals of the John Aldis Choir. The same used on Adam Hart track. Bad Old Sun, sung by Gilmore about the summer and how peaceful the day can be if you just relax and watch it, what's around you. This appears as a slow-moving uh, rock jam that seems to feature Nick Mason and his fills throughout. The bridge and jams for the last three minutes and the song fades. It just fades with that as the outro. Alan's Psychedelic Breakfast. A three-song part, it is constructed as an audio scene from a, a Pink Floyd roadie, uh, excuse me, it's constructed from an audio of Pink Floyd's roadie Adam Stiles having breakfast, interrupted three times by instrumental musical pieces. Part one is Rise and Shine, part two is Sunny Side Up, and part three is Morning Glory. Starts with a match strike in the chord, and every time the match is struck, new music is introduced. There's a spoken outro that goes something like, oh, uh, me flakes, then uh, scrambled eggs, uh, bacon, sausages, tomatoes, toast, coffee, marmalade. I like marmalade. Yes, porridge is nice. Any cereal? I like some cereals. Oh, God. Kickoff is 10 a.m. Part one is spoken as well. Breakfast in Los Angeles. Macrobiotic stuff. Part two is spoken during the bridge. I don't mind the barrel. I like borrowing stuff in. I've got a terrible back. When I work, it hurts. It hurts me. Do you know what I mean, John? Well, sort of. Er, when driving on the road, he has to sleep. Gets ready for the gig. I don't know. He does all the electrical stuff, and I can't be bothered with that. It's so fiddly. Part three is morning glory, and all he says is, well, I'm your head's a blank. In a live performance during the song, the band will drink tea and eat breakfast for the duration of the song while part one is spoken as well. Upon listening to this, I thought to myself, what a disheveled piece of music this album is, and that if you were not a Pink Floyd fan, you would not give it a listen. But if you are open-minded, there are glimmers of Pink Floyd that you know and love. They're still developing as artists, as a group. This is the first album where all of them wrote together with no soundtracks or live material being infused like Omagomo or the movie soundtrack more. All members had a moment of spectacular and you can hear this during uh, while it's being crafted. For this, I give this album two and a half Montecitos and it's worth a listen. The Duke Boy of Nessaquag was a big, big fan of Pink Floyd 
and could be heard jamming to dogs while putting on his little sideshow in the General Lee atop the gyrodyne on a quiet summer night with his gang of onlookers. I am Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. I think a very, very fair assessment of this album. Um, yeah. I, I, it's an album of growth. It's it's like a transitional period. I think so. And I think that, yeah. And I think the next album kind of completes that transition, which would be a, a be their sound for the next 10 years, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, which each album was like, if you like, Pink Floyd, you're just kind of waiting with bated breath of like, what are they going to do next? Exactly. And uh, that, that takes a while. You know, you have to go through Adam Mother Heart to get to, well, everything else. Um, not, yeah, not, not my favorite. Uh, no. Or earlier, even of the early. Um, I mean, I didn't start listening to this till probably 30 years ago. Yeah. I remember, you know what? I listened to this. I was going out with uh, the Harville girl. Mm. She had a Trans Am, and mm. I came up the turnpike. And I put on Adam Hart Mother, and she goes, can you turn this off? This is scary. <laughs> <laughs> It, it would do that. That's not. It's not good date music. No, we were coming back. We were. We had. Yeah, we had been together for a bit. And uh, right, we, I was coming from. I think uh, referees. We were down to Miami. I came up oh. the turnpike in two hours in that car. Mm. Well, that's 15. Well, you could do that oh on the turnpike God. back then. Yeah. No one was ever on it. No, and, and the way they, they set up. They set up those jersey barriers. Like, who cares if a trooper saw you? If he was going the other way, like, where is he going to turn around? Yeah. There was nowhere. The exits were so far apart. So far apart. And there was nowhere for a U-turn. So you just, mm-hmm. as long as you see front and back, which you can, because it was flat and wide Straight open. For the most, yeah. Just just go. <laughs> I found out I had an 89 Honda Accord. Uh, it governed out at 102. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably, and that was a four-cylinder. Naturally aspirated, uh, automatic, probably a four-speed. Do you know how I found out my, remember that green pickup I had, the Silverado? Yes. You see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had the motor rebuilt in it, and that's when I had the Saab. So I get the truck. Oh, uh, yes, had the Saab. It Yeah, the Saab was another, that's a whole nother, that's another you know the reprisal of the see we we need to have a rundown <laughs> of cars when we get big mike back maybe we have a couple shows we run through his cars your cars and then collection of the shitty cars i because i had some just real big turds i had a couple of turds no but you had some actually fun cars though i did and i also had some real i've had a few turds yeah but so anyway, so this guy at work had a brand new. This is third shift Cleveland, mm. and we don't. Most of us went the same direction on four eighty on the way home. We're going uh, west. So he had a brand new Ford F one fifty, and I was right behind him. And he gets on the exit, and I could see he's taking off. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going with him. So Chevy horsepower. I'm right there with him, and all set at a hundred. 
the truck just it just decelerates really hard i'm like <laughs> and i'm thinking oh my god i just blew the motor you know like the, the rebuilt motor i'm like yeah and come to find like and all of a sudden at like 92 it picked back up again like ah oh, there's like a governor you know like it it, it cuts the power after 102. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want you going. I, I, you, know, you don't want to. Pickup truck's not exactly what you want to be doing that kind of speed. Well, uh, yeah, it's. Um, well, they learn their lessons on, like, say, the people that engineered, like, Pontiac Grand Prix. Like, yeah, maybe we just turn it down a little bit. <laughs> I, had, I had a Grand Prix. The thing was fast. It was fast. It was fast. It was. <laughs> Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Uh, I remember doing like 130 coming down to 75. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. And, and the... Uh, You're not like an the engine points, builder. Oh, you know? The points blew out on that car. <laughs> when it did that, there was so much black back pressure, it blew the mufflers. It blew it, it blew it right off the seams, like where the where the sheet metal wraps around the muffler. Oh my god. So so a trooper yeah. gives <laughs> me a ride home from I'm out in this Zephyr Hills exit. All right, going towards the Lutz Lake Fern house. Coming from some party in Zephyr Hills or something. I don't know. That was your so a trooper story. gave you a ride home. It was different, you know, it, it was Obviously, you knew I was drinking, you know. But it was like an hour after the car died, you know. I'm like, I'm not walking. The exit was so far the next day, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Well, back the fair section. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On 75, yeah, you'd be walking so, through. So, of course, Mr. Big Ed the next day is like, where's your car? You know, I'm, lay I'm laying there in a fucking stupor, still drunk. Trying to I'm like, uh, it's on 275, you know, it's on 75. <laughs> Like 75. <laughs> sure, like 275. I'm like, no. 75. I'm like north of the bear section. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're driving, we're driving. I'm like, you know, I'm pointing to like, you know, <laughs> like there it is, you know, and it's just sitting there. <laughs> oh, God. And all it was was a set of points. I forget, Dave. There's a big, I saw a big flame come out from the side of the car. Oh my god. With so much back pressure, you know, going that fast. Sure. Engine was spinning, it was screaming, that's all she had. Yeah. But it went was out, smooth. Went out yeah. went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> that How was, was that drive with Mr. That, that's an honorable death for a car engine, you know, to go out that way. That's like it didn't go out. It's, I, I still uh Oh, you repaired that car? Yeah, we just needed a set of points. It was just oh. like it backfired, you know. What I mean, a, a true backfire where it comes out oh. the exhaust and blew the, it just blew them up. Oh, I thought backfire. I thought it was done at that. I thought you. No, I still had more fun with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. I think good used to park you. second gear. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a buddy that had like this. Uh, that a car that was like that. It was real torquey. And it would like just and an automatic no less. It would just Yeah, this was just yeah. sharp and like second gear. Oh yeah. It's this car, the doors were so heavy. It was a it was a two-door. Those old Pontiac V8s had a tremendous amount of torque in them. 
This is a 455. Four like barrel those, dual exhaust, just a stock motor. Like those Trans Ams, even though the horsepower, like later on, because of, you know, whatever they had to go to the unleaded fuel and it fucked up everything. Pardon my French, but EPA. Uh, they, uh, you know, not enough horsepower, but they had a lot of torque, though. Um, that's probably why you can do a lot of burnouts in those cars. That like car, you couldn't yeah. punch it from the start. It would just bake the tire. You had to get rolling first. Right. That's torque. That would have been the perfect car for gyrodyne donuts. <laughs> right. That car missed its call and should have, that, that would have been a good Duke boy car. <laughs> would have been. Hmm. Oh, uh, you know what? I was just thinking when you said the, uh, it was like 990 of 1000. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking that's right above the Mendoza line. Yes. You know, a little baseball reference. <laughs> It was close. I mean, you know, if you're waiting like to, you know, oh God, please. Number 990. Yes. That's on there. I made the list. So are, do you think you're just going to follow up with a little metal next week to kind of try? I think so. Cause I got to think of like, what's the next like theme or, you know, something. Oh. This is a good, be a good transitional, you know, talk about it going from one album to another and how the sound yeah how the sound was very concrete, you know, the, the metal. Metal's a great album. I like that one uh, quite a bit. Uh, you know, before you get to their really big, like, commercial success. When I saw Pink Floyd the first time, they, they did metal after the intermission. Nice. It was real quiet. All of a sudden, the bass just don't, don't do, 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 do. Pretty fucking wild. Nice. Would you do that with uh, Trip? Trip Fink? No, no, that was with Dave Darby. No. Oh. All right. No, no Trip at Floyd. I, I, I think every time I saw a show with Frank, something or Trip was never something. good. Uh, oh, really? Except, except for we saw uh, <laughs> Faster Pussycat. Oh, with, Jesus. Uh, Faster Pussycat, Alice Cooper. Judas Priest. God, that's an interesting lineup there. He was at the Sundome, too. Oh, yeah. What a horrible venue for music. Terrible. <laughs> it never can get the... First time I saw Iron Maiden was there, it was terrible. Uh, the sound is terrible. Just like, just crank it up louder. Like, no, 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 no. This There's is no small. acoustics. You're like, no, this is small, like... It's just, and there's a lot of concrete. Like, no, 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 turn it down. <laughs> Dude, I saw the Almond Brothers in in Orlando, like in the ni early 90s. And it was like some uh, performing arts center or something. The acoustics were. Bob Carr. Was it? I, I could be. It, but it was in a performing arts center. It might have sat like yeah. two, 3,000 people. In, in Orlando? Yeah. yeah, that's Bob Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would have been the, probably the Bob Carr. Mm -hmm. That's the acoustics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been like in Tampa. I guess, I don't know if that's considered really clear water. Ruth Eckert Hall would be probably a good place or something like that. Yeah. Um, Put in 2000. So Robert Palmer, Daddy. Acoustics were there good, good there too. Oh, really? Robert Palmer? 
Hmm. I saw okay. him in his heyday, you know, during uh, uh, yeah. after Power Station. Oh, yeah. He was definitely hitting his stride. Yeah. He comes out in a three-piece Armani suit, and then, like, 30 minutes in, he, like, undoes the top button. That's, like, you know, He's getting him crazy. loosening up. Like, he sang, he did the whole show. Really impressive band, and it had, like, a small, uh, not like an orchestra, but it was, like, a, a little horn section, a little percussion, you know. They got it done. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you don't like Robert Palmer. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot to say. He's to one you. of the most surprising. I, th- I think next to Bob Seger, I was probably the most surprised to see Robert Palmer. Like like how... How much you like the show? How entertaining. Yeah, he kind of... He captivates an audience, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know... Bob Seger, Kid Rock, bands I never thought I would, you know, just captivate an audience and, you know, keep it going for two hours. No, that's a, well, that's a skill set to do that for sure. Yeah. Well, I think we have said it all. Probably. You said enough. Said enough. We'll be back next week, next yeah, Friday. I don't want to shoot my lot. Catch some naughty radio too. Catch some flavor for next seats. Got to keep the sunny side up. And the shiny side, side down. No. Shiny I'll catch up. you next week. Big Mike, I need you. Get <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.